Hello and welcome to the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast. My name is Moya Watson. And I'm Mike Forn. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, we're back together with Eminem, right? Yeah, but no singing. Yeah, no singing. You know, if you listen to last month's podcast, you had a great singing um, by our illustrious Manju. I still, I still don't know how we can top that, Mike. Um, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll try, though. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to sing this time. Maybe next time. But uh, if you all didn't get a chance to listen to that, that was episode 29, and that was fantastic with the API Business Hub with Manju and uh, Harsh, Harsh Jagadizan, uh, giving a lot of great detail on, on that. That was back in May. Uh, this is episode number 30. We'll call it the Cloud Foundry episode, huh, Mike? That's right. And so what are we going to cover today? So in this episode, we're going to be, of course, looking at the key new features since our last uh, podcast uh, with Manju and um, Harsh. Um, then we're going to actually have a very uh, nice interview with one of our colleagues, Sanjay Patil, on the Cloud Foundry and um, one of the upcoming events. I'll let him talk more in detail about that, so I won't go into too much information. Um, and of course, then we'll have a quick look around the corner with our Moya. With our Moya. <laughs> we'll have a quick look. I'll uh, take a quick peek around the corner to events that are coming up that are interesting. And of course, uh, top of mind for us right now, after we finished Sapphire, which was... Just also about all about weeks, Cloud yeah. Foundry. Yeah, two weeks ago, we had a lot of interesting things came up. So, so we'll, talk, we'll get a chance to talk with Sanjay a little more about that very shortly. But for now, let's just take it away, Mike. Um, what are the top features since last time? All right. So now let's take a quick look at some of the things that have been updated on the platform since our last podcast. In the area of user experience, we've released the SAP UI5 distribution version 1.46.7. So look for some of the features there. You can find out more details through the release notes for sure. Uh, for our developers, you've heard about our big announcements regarding Cloud Foundry, and you're going to hear, be hearing more about that here in this podcast. And to keep in line with that, the latest SAP HANA version is supported on the SAP Cloud Platform Cloud Foundry environment. Uh, with Cloud Foundry, the application autoscaler service is now available as a beta, which, as the name implies, allows you to automatically scale Cloud Foundry applications. There are some limitations in this beta, so be sure to check out the full notes. And again, related to HANA, the HANA databases that were enabled for multi-tenancy are now generally available in the Neo environment. For our programmers, the Java EE7 web profile with Tom EE7 is now supported by the Eclipse Neon based tools and can also be updated using the console client. For our extensibility and users, for those who were at TechEd last year, you got to preview some of the console client commands uh, for configuring SuccessFactor ex extension applications. These are now available. That's great and exciting news because it's going to certainly simplify uh, things a lot more for you. Um, there's just some exceptions regarding those commands related to the homepage tiles, but be sure to uh, start using these, these commands. It's going to simplify your life in terms of how you deploy SuccessFactor's extension applications. And while we're on the extensions, did you know that we recently published then extensions roadmap for the platform, go and check it out on sap.com slash roadmaps where you'll find it right next to the roadmap for the platform itself. And just lastly, a couple name changes that we want to highlight. Our persistent service has now been renamed to SAP HANA service and SAP ASE service, respectively. And these changes can be found in both the cockpit and the documentation. And that's pretty much it for the recent updates since the last podcast. Um, but be sure to check these out and uh, get more details, as I said, in the actual um, product release notes. Thank you so much, Mike. Always a pleasure to get your wrap on things. 
Okay, so joining us now is a very special guest. We have Sanjay Patil. He's been in product management for SAP Cloud Platform, and you've been involved with uh, Cloud Foundry for a long time, huh, Sanjay? For a long time, Moya. Thank you for having me here, Moya Mike. Yep. So Cloud Foundry has been, uh, I, I have been personally involved with Cloud Foundry for a real long time. Uh, in like two years, 17 years, uh, or, or, a or, 40, or four years, frankly speaking. SAP has been involved much longer. Uh, some of us would actually want to call the relationship between SAP and Cloud Foundry as a modern love story. Mm. Some of us call it as love at second glance. The reason to say that is uh, SAP actually looked at Cloud Foundry way in the past when it wasn't even a popular technology out there. We looked at it, we thought it's good but not good enough for our needs. We put it on the on, on the shelf. And then came along IBM Portal. They contacted us and they wanted it to be a foundation. It's a big thing, not just one company's technology. So SAP joined uh, Cloud Foundry around 2013. We worked very hard to get the foundation launched. 2014 is when we actually kicked off the Cloud Foundry Foundation. So first of all, Cloud Foundry is an open source platform as a service technology uh, where SAP is a big major player. So I've been involved with Cloud Foundry for over four years. I was actually on their board, board of directors, uh, for for the foundation for the first year, 2014. That's awesome. Did you hear yeah. that, Mike? It's a love story. Yeah. And then, like many love stories, yeah. takes and a lot of work. You're still not going to get any singing out of us for, for that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> inside so, jokes, not so uh, you kind of went through the history and the, our relationship there, but why why did we, we really get involved with uh, Cloud Foundry? What is the benefit to SAP in getting involved with uh, Cloud Foundry? That's a very interesting question, Mike. Uh, Cloud Foundry is open source technology, so it's not like SAP is doing open source for the first time. If you look at the SAP Cloud Platform from day one, it is built ground up using open source. What is new in Cloud Foundry, though, is it's tackling some of the pro bigger problems in the open source platform as a service space, and there are a lot of major players around this. So it's the technology, it's the ecosystem that Cloud Foundry community has gathered, and its potential to open up uh, SAP Cloud Platform and take it to new places. Like, for example, we recently announced SAP Cloud Platform as multi-cloud. And the key technology that is enabling multi-cloud capability in SAP Cloud Platform is Cloud Foundry. Cloud Foundry has this very clear and clean interfaces for different infrastructure as a service options like Amazon, Azure, Google Cloud Platform. So by programming our platform to Cloud Foundry once, we get it deployed easily wherever we want it to be. So that becomes almost a matter of our business choice and no more a technical hindrance per se. Okay, For example, so there's just we, one example. So this is so you're touching on what our most recent announcement was at Sapphire. Was this, you know, was this one are we are we is it a competing platform? Is this two platforms now? Is it one platform? What actually does it mean? inside of SAP Cloud Platform now for somebody who, who launches it, ah, what can okay. they do? There is one platform, so I'm glad you asked. That that question should be you know made very, the answer to that question should be made abundantly clear. From SAP's perspective, there is one SAP Cloud Platform, not just for SAP customers, for SAP to build our applications, for our partners to bring their innovation and reach out to the different markets and the huge ecosystem of customers SAP has. It's a single platform. That is now available not just in SAP data center, but on Amazon Web Services as a beta offering in Azure and soon to be announced on Google Cloud Platform as well. It's the same platform with uh, capabilities to 
build your traditional applications, extending, integrating with SAP systems, as well as build entirely new innovations for your digital transformation. Just looking into SAP portfolio of digital innovation, you might have heard the term Leonardo, which is basically the portfolio of portfolio of uh, digital innovation system from SAP. It comprises of solutions in the area of IoT, machine learning, blockchain. These are all built ground up from Cloud Foundry within SAP Cloud Platform. The good part of that, when we do we do build our own applications on certain stack, the stack becomes really mature. As part of that, we get to share that mature stack with our customers and partners. We also build some new reusable services. Like for example, IoT application team has built bunch of reusable services. Those are now shared with our customers and partners. That's what we mean by enterprise platform as a service. So essentially, Sanjay, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's a way of SAP offering, delivering on the promise of being open and being flexible and offering a lot of options to our customers. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. There's a great openness with differentiation story from SAP. It's not just you know bundling open source technology and offering as yet another me too vendor. But we are really taking openness to new heights by using uh, Cloud Foundry in our own digital innovation systems by taking it to multi-cloud and sharing all of that with the community. SAP has made huge contributions to Cloud Foundry open source projects. Like for example, we have started a project called as OpenStack, sorry, uh, Cloud Foundry OpenStack CPI, which is a way to deploy Cloud Foundry on OpenStack, which is a technology in any data center for huge uh, instances. Likewise, we started a project called a Service Fabric, which allows you to bring new systems into the Cloud Foundry landscape and manage it in a much better fashion. So basically, wherever there are needs for enterprise qualities, whether it's about security, uh, whether it is about uh, user management, whether it's about scaling, uh, that is an area where SAP takes those qualities really seriously, and we are making those contributions squarely back to the community. And when you say we're making contributions, we have engineers, they are creating uh, extensions and contributing it back into the community. So we mean code. We mean contributing, committing code to open source projects in the Cloud Foundry community. Not just that, Cloud Foundry has this interesting concept called as a dojo which basically means anybody who wants to commit code to Cloud Foundry project, they need to have gone through a rigorous uh, six week long training where you get to learn not just the technology, but also the culture of Cloud Foundry open source community. And so it's an what open is, source project. culture like? Just curious. Well, it's a very, very interesting culture in the sense um, in Cloud Foundry, concepts like testing first, pair programming are taken not just as a concept, but you really do it. We see pair programming in a, in a sense that people actually uh, get together in the room at the same time and do everything they have to do throughout the day almost together. Mm -hmm. So all of these best practices in the modern programming world, these are really implemented to the letter in Cloud Foundry. So that's what we mean by culture. And that's what you get to practice in these dojos. So SAP opened the first ever dojo in Germany. I think it's the second, second in Europe outside of United States where we have full-time commuters from SAP working on Cloud Foundry open source projects. When we say that, what that means is our engineers are actually modifying the code to fix any problem that community has raised. It might be helping our competitor, doesn't matter. Yeah. We're collectively building a solid community-based open source uh, code base. I think that the name Dojo is actually very befitting. So for those who are, uh, of our listeners who are related to uh, understand martial arts, you know, you know that this is the 
way of perfecting um, something, right? So, yeah, I guess that's that. Exactly. This is where we sweat together and take the art to the next level. It sounds very collaborative and it crosses a lot of companies. It what does. Are the other big contributors? Uh, in the Dojo Lab in Waldorf, for example, which is run by SAP, we have engineers from SUSE and other companies coming and working with us on the OpenStack CPI project. We're likewise working in other dojos with engineers from like Fujitsu, IBM, in projects like Abacus, which is for the metering in the Cloud Foundry layer. So there's a lot of exciting stuff happening at the technical level where SAP is working shoulder to shoulder with engineers from other companies. So you, you mentioned the multi-cloud part already. So I if I start SAP Cloud Platform ever since Sapphire, then if I want to spin up an instance on an AWS, um, EC2 it's, somewhere. I can I can do that. It's easy. Total. It's 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 a piece of cake. So why do I want to do that? Why do you want to do that? So there are many reasons, and let me talk about uh, you know from different angles. If you are a business, and if you already have a corporate strategy to use, for example, Amazon Web Services for all of your cloud needs, you might have reasons such as compliance regulatory reasons. You might want to deploy your cloud applications in a certain cloud because mm -hmm. you know that's where your compliance requirements are met. Another that. issue we call is uh, commonly called as a data gravity. What that means is all of my data from my existing systems resides in one place in one public cloud. Any applications I build on top, they have to be in the same proximity. They have to be in the adjacency of where my data today is. So these are business reasons for which companies might want to say, hey, we like SAP Cloud Platform. Can it run in the public cloud that we want it to be? So that's for customers. For partners, this provides a huge opportunity. Partners, once they build applications, they, if they want to enter new regions, new markets, right? Now they are no longer limited to where SAP data centers are. They can take their applications to reach new regions, new markets, and new ecosystems. From a developer perspective, this becomes even more exciting if developers like, for example, machine learning in Google Cloud Platform, mm -hmm. text processing in Amazon Web Services, something else related to Office 365 and Azure, now they don't, don't, they don't have to worry about how do I connect those systems with my cloud platform-based application running elsewhere. Mm -hmm. They can use the synergy of the offerings from a CP cloud platform and the native services from the public cloud right there and then. So this also brings up the question of what it actually means for developers. I've, I've seen a lot of people since uh, Sapphire start to post their tutorials on, hey, I just used Node.js and I, I, I deployed my app, or I, I have a different data source now, or I can do all of these things. And it seems like people are really having a lot of fun with that. So what does that mean on the for developers um, on the runtime level? Yeah, indeed. That, that tells us something about how the openness is benefiting our developers you know, readily without you know, going, jumping through a lot of hoops. So you can create a new account on SAP Cloud Platform, Cloud Foundry environment. Um, our promise is in less than three minutes, you should be, you should be able to you know, start cranking your code and deploying it. And if you don't like what is there, if you have your own favorite programming language that you want to bring in, it's, it's straightforward. Just build, bring the, you know, the programming environment, give it the build pack if it's already there in the community. If not, you write your own build pack. Build pack is a terminology in Cloud Foundry, essentially a mechanism to bring your own runtimes into the, uh, into the landscape. So yeah, with that you can use services like MongoDB, PostgreSQL, uh, Redis, RabbitMQ. You can build uh, your applications in any language you like, JavaScript, Java, or what we support more 
uh, in, a, in a much more better fashion, but you can obviously code in like PHP, Python, want, Go, right? Ruby, and whatever you want. There, as of now, none. Bring your own language, Exactly, bring your, your own language, yeah, B-Y-O-L in short, yeah. Well, we should probably switch gears a bit and talk about um, what's coming up. Is it next week? It is. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the SAP has a huge presence at the Cloud Foundry Summit. What is this thing and where is it and what are we doing? We are doing a lot of things at the Cloud Foundry Summit. I think the exact dates are June 13th through 15th. And SAP is a platinum sponsor of this event. We are running an entire track where we have around 17 sessions from SAP with a very exciting keynote from Beyond on the first day, Beyond Gorko on the first day, Tuesday, June 13th, I believe, at around 4 p.m. So he's gonna he's gonna uh, tell uh, you know some of the cool stuff that's happening in this space. He's and a great then, speaker. Is he gonna land on Mars oh, or something? This time? Let's see where he comes from this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is very exciting, right? Because Bjorn just took up a new position within uh, SAP as our CTO now. So happy That's to right. speak. In addition to the event. president of the cloud yeah. platform. He's yeah. He's, as you know, he's very comfortable with uh, developer speak. Uh, I, I think that he's really a geek at heart, and he can easily relate the big picture SAP cloud platform story to the Cloud Foundry Summit audiences there. On the other two days, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, June 14th and 15th, we have a great lineup of talks from SAP, including how SAP is using Cloud Foundry for our new applications in the Leonardo portfolio, IoT, blockchain, machine learning. And then on the second day, we're going to talk about what contributions SAP is making to the Cloud Foundry projects. Very exciting stuff. So what is ahead um, beyond the Cloud Foundry Summit? What sort of developments can we look forward to in the future with uh, Cloud Platform on yeah, I think I think the future is very very exciting. We just opened the doors for numerous possibilities with the openness that is now available to build applications in any language you want on any cloud plat any public cloud that you would like in any domain you like using all the cool rich business services that are available in the platform. I think sky is the limit. So now that we have a GA release announced just at the Sapphire a couple of weeks ago, we're already seeing a lot of excitement in the community from customers and partners. So I think there's a great journey that we have to, we're walking here together with the community. Okay. Exciting times. So Sanjay, I mean, as, as we're, we're coming to a close of this session, you shared a lot of valuable information. Some of it uh, might be um, harder for people to understand. If people were to take away, let's say, three key points from what you've spoken about, about SAP Cloud, uh, SAP Cloud Platform and the uh, Cloud Foundry project, what would, it, what would you summarize those points? That's interesting. Uh, let me try, let me think and try to take a stab at it. So fundamentally, SAP Cloud Platform is your enterprise platform as a service that would be useful for your digital innovation projects and connected to your on-prem or in-cloud other core business processes, what we commonly call as bimodal IT. Secondly, this platform is built ground up on open open source and open technologies as a key design center. Cloud Foundry is a great testament to that. We are fully committed to Cloud Foundry and our recent announcement, the third point of multi-cloud and the fact that the entire Leonardo portfolio is based on this new stack offers even better and richer platform for the community. So that's where we'll go for all of the fun stuff, the blockchain, the, the machine learning, the, it's gonna be- And whatever platform, else comes up. Leonardo. Yep. All of so that. essentially, making making your plat our platform um, innovation proof, right, or uh, buzzword proof. Absolutely. In fact, Bjorn coined a term for as a hashtag for this stuff, 
This is where all the cool shit happens. That's the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag where the cool shit happened. You heard it here. You can plop that into Twitter right now. Uh, and if somebody wants to find out more information or get started, what's a good what's a good place to go? I think the best place is to start trying out the product itself, cloudplatform.sep.com, and from there you will probably you will have links to our community pages, forums, blogs, and everything else. Club cloudplatform.sap.com if you don't have that bookmarked already uh, you can also from there go into the community as of now there's a there's a giant feature on uh, the announcements that came out of Sapphire headed by Bjorn's blog but there's a ton of other people that have written really great things that make a lot of sense out of this Bjorn, Matthias Steiner uh, Robert Vetzold gave us a look into what the cockpit looks like now which is seamless uh, Sven with XS Advance Timo with uh, the trial. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we've got exactly. Sindhu talking about what it means for IoT, right? Totally. Yep. So there's, there's a, there's a ton of a content there. About a blog. So you guys, you know, reading, light reading material. Um, and definitely keep in touch, Sanjay. Uh, for now, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you have a great and successful Cloud Foundry Summit next week in Santa Clara. Thank you, Moya. Thank you, Mike, for having me. Thanks for joining. Alrighty, now let's get a peek at upcoming events around the corner where SAP Cloud Platform is going to play a big role. Now, as you just heard, uh, next week, June 13 through 15 in Santa Clara is the Cloud Foundry Summit Silicon Valley. You can hear our uh, Chief Technology Officer and President of SAP Cloud Platform, Bjorn Gorka, speak, as well as several handfuls of SAP folks. So if you have not already bought your ticket, uh, here's something you need to know. You can go to Cloud Foundry, register today, and SAP would like to invite you for 20% off. You can use the code CFSV17SAP20. That's all uppercase. That's CFSV17SAP20. And you get 20% off. So do try to show up there if you're in the vicinity. I don't think you'll be disappointed at all. Um, also, if you're on the other side of the globe, June 12 through 14, SAP Cloud Platform will be showing itself off at Success Connect in London. You'll be able to see a lot about our success factors, extensibility stuff there. Um, in addition, we always have a lot of community activity, and around the corner is no exception. Uh, here's just a select few that I wanted to point you to. Um, if you happen to be in San Jose today, Wednesday, June 7th, Alongside Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, there is a co-jam going on on the SDK for iOS. That's in San Jose, California. Uh, please send us some tweets if you're there. Coming up in Hamburg on June 10th, there's an SAP Inside Track. And June 16th in Barcelona, there's another Inside Track. On June 29th, if you're in Bern, you, if you're in Bern, you can get a uh, hands-on with SAP Cloud Platform Mobile Services in a co-jam there. For more information on these events and others, visit the community topic page and select events. And the easiest, one of the easiest ways to find that page is to go to our Twitter account at SAPCP and select the link in the bio. And that takes you straight to our community topics page where you can find all sorts of information and you can also do your blogging and answer questions if you want to, or even ask questions. And a final reminder, uh, you can bring SAP Cloud Platform to your town. Code jams happen all around the world, and anyone can request one. Just send an inquiry to SAP Code Jam at sap.com. 
So that about wraps it up for uh, events. And Mike, Mike is back now. Mike, uh, we're just going to close out the podcast now, right? That's right. That was a great interview with Sanjay, by the way. I um, love hearing that uh, gentleman talk. And um, for those of you joining at uh, Cloud Foundry, be sure to hit him up. That was a lot of great information, and I also uh, appreciated that it's a love story. So you can not only tweet us with hashtag where the cool shit happens, but hashtag love story on uh, your Cloud Foundry stuff. And if you're at the summit, let us know what it's like next week and send us some pictures via um, adding SAPCP on Twitter. So remember to keep engaging with us online and share your knowledge via blogging or Twitter. And if there's anything you want to hear about the pod hear about on this podcast, connect with us via uh, Twitter at uh, SAPCP. We'll be listening for you and looking forward to your contributions. And that wraps it up for episode 30, June 7th, 2017. Stay tuned for the next episode coming to you for July 2017. Thanks a lot for listening. Or you might hear us singing in the future episode. Yeah, you might. <laughs> you might. Thanks a lot. The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and a thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. OpenSAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today to one of our OpenSAP courses on open.sap.com.